0: Welcome back in, DJ and PK. DJ's off today. I'm PK. Joining us for the final hour of the show. Thank you for listening, as always. Huge trade in the NBA went down yesterday. Joining us now from the Washington Post, their college and pro sports reporter, Scott Allen. Scott, good morning. Thanks for coming on the show out here in Salt Lake City.
1: Hey, PK. Thanks for having me. Anytime.
0: So, First off, let's start with the availability of a John Wall. What is going on? Because we know he's had the health issue, major health issue.
1: Yeah. Um, so it was. It's, it's been an interesting few weeks. I mean, this kind of seemed inevitable when the uh, when the reports of of Wall wanting out of DC popped up around Thanksgiving, um, and then not to say it wasn't still shocking last night to to see that Woj bomb, but in the interim, I mean, you had Tommy Shepard, the Wizards GM, basically saying that Wall had not requested a trade. Wall himself issued no comment, but in terms of his availability, Shepard said, you know, they were going to kind of watch his minutes at the beginning of the year. I mean, after that Achilles injury, probably not going to be back to, to what he was, despite what Kevin Durant and some others said about how good he's looked um, this offseason. season. Um, so that, I think, made him a little bit more difficult to move. Um, obviously, the injury history and the fact that he's maybe not at 100% is why the Wizards ultimately had to throw in that protected first-round pick.
0: So why did he want out? What's the core of the issues there?
1: Well, it's <laughs> it could be a lot of things. I mean, one thing that happened, he hasn't played in basically two years, and, you know, even – when he and Bradley Beale were playing together, there were these just constant rumors that that they didn't like each other. They didn't get along off the court and that was affecting their play on the court. They seemed to finally put that to bed. They had some success um, before Wall together before went Wall went before Wall went down with his latest injury. Um but when he basically missed all of the the last two seasons pretty much, Beal really stepped into that number one role. I mean, he averaged 30 points per game last year as, as the main guy on that team, and, and there are suggestions that, you know, that kind of rubbed wall, rubbed wall the wrong way. I mean, he he was so used to being the guy in D.C. This was his city, as he was fond of saying. He did so much in the community. He was loved. Um, but, I mean, in, in a lot of cases, it's hard to have those two alpha superstars and Beal... So it was kind of establishing
0: himself as as that guy in DC. Scott Allen from the Washington Post joining us. So from the Washington perspective, and most of us out here, we're going to care from the Houston perspective because the Houston is in contention mm-hmm. with the Jazz for jockeying in the West Western Conference. But I got to ask you this: it breaks the question. Then all right. Uh, Russell Westbrook isn't exactly a wallflower here. So how is it going to be better for Bradley Beal with Westbrook? Because it seems like, you know, I could argue that John Wall is a poor man's Russell Westbrook. I mean, I don't really want to use that expression. But the idea being both guys are explosive with the ball and can get down the floor in the blink of an eye, but they need the ball to be able to be effective. How is
1: Westbrook going to integrate with Beal? Yeah. That that's the that's the big question and that's why this trade comes with a ton of risk and I think, you know, in addition to how much Wall was loved here by fans, I think that's the that's the biggest concern um from a fan's perspective in terms of evaluating this trade. Because as you mentioned, I mean Westbrook is, is not a spring chicken. He's two years older than Wall, though so he has been a lot more durable. Um, you know, who knows when when he does Finally, break down. But I think you're right. It's it's the bigger concern that the style of play that um, you know he's he's shown in, in throughout his career. Really, I mean, is there going to be uh, enough shots and ball control to go around? With is he going to complement Bradley Beal well? I mean, you could you could make the case. I think that you know Wall at less than 100 percent not his same explosive self is more of a distribute. First guy is a better match with Beal if they can put any of their personal differences, so such as they existed, aside. Um, you know, maybe Westbrook can can be that guy as as he gets a little bit older and be happy to, to just constantly feed Beal. There are reports that he's he actually wanted to play in DC, <laughs> which which is rare to hear from from the religious perspective. But he does get to reunite with uh, with head coach Scott Brooks, so that's something. Um, but you're right. I mean, from a from a pure basketball standpoint, there's the Wizards are taking on a huge risk here, and, and it could completely blow up in their face.
0: Scott Allen from the Washington Post joining us this morning. On the flip side, how is Wall going to mesh with Harden? Now, the Harden issue, obviously, is still debatable whether he'll be there. But when you read the reports yep. out of Houston, they intend to keep him, at least for the time being. We'll see how it plays out. So training camps are opening. How do you think that works yep. out?
1: Yeah, no, I saw a report from somewhere this morning that Harden wanted to play with Wall. And and the other key guy on that team is, you know, for years when, when Wall was in D.C., the talk was of him, is he can be able to recruit his best friend, uh, Boogie Cousins, to the Wizards. That obviously never happened, but now Wall finally gets to play with, uh, with his fellow Kentucky wildcat. Um, so I think from a chemistry standpoint, that could, that could work out well. Maybe he'll be happier. Um, yeah, it'll, it remains to be seen if Harden is on the move, the Wizards sure hope that he, that he stays in, in the Western conference. Um, but yeah, I think if he does stay, that could be that's gonna be a really interesting team to watch and I know that Wizards fans, just given how much they love John Wall, will be will be tuning into a lot more Rockets games than they have in the past.
0: So we'll have two Kentucky guys on the mend who when they're good, when they're right, <laughs> They've proven to be very good players, but we don't know to the level of them being right. And then you got Harden, who has been very durable and very consistent in terms of scoring. So it seems like if all things come together, Houston can be very good, or they could crash, or somewhere in between, I guess.
1: Yep. I think they probably have, you know, looking at the teams as training camp get underway, there's probably not a lot of teams with more variability in how they could could finish the season. I mean there was that was kind of the idea in Washington too. I mean they they seemed like the Wizards seemed like a team that was on the outside looking in at the playoff picture um with Wall just because so many questions about, you know, he says he's 100%, everyone says he looks great, but you got to see him really on the court in, in game action to see you know how he is physically, and then how he meshes with with, with Beal. Um, now, I think people feel the Wizards have have gotten better, at least for this year, with, with Russ, and are maybe a solid six seed or so uh, in the playoffs. But yeah, the Rockets. Um, a, a lot of a lot of possible outcomes there. I think I think you're right.
0: Well, Scott, make sure you're nice to Russell Westbrook because I understand based on we've got a guy that we've known in Oklahoma City for many years, and we have him on the show. And as you know, uh-huh. Scott, uh, Westbrook can carry a grudge for a good long while against some media guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the, thing is, the one thing that's good um, not that John Wall isn't interesting, but uh, Russell Westbrook is not boring. And <laughs> it's going to make for a, a, an incredible uh, season to follow here in D.C. And, and the Wizards. Um, it's not something you can always say about the Wizards franchise. So I, I know we're happy to have a talk with Russ and have him in D.C. So, I'm a friend of
0: Jason Reed's. He works back, used to work for the Washington Post. Do you know him at all?
1: I know him a little bit, yeah. He was here for a couple of years um, when I first started um, before he left for, for ESPN. But, yeah, good guy.
0: If you have an opportunity to interact with him, tell him PK says that he's overrated and full of himself.
1: <laughs> Will do. <laughs> we go back 30 years. Him on Twitter, too.
0: <laughs> all right, Scott, thanks for joining us this morning. All right, thanks. Anytime, PK.